0: Hello guys and welcome to Cup of Tea and Talks with G, a place where the natural and random conversation amongst friends, family and peers flow over a cuppa. Relaxed, funny and easy going conversations where nothing is off limits and tangents are encouraged. Think of the chatty, fun and open conversations you have around the table when catching up with someone and you think, oh my god, imagine if somebody overheard what we're talking about. Because the conversation's gone down the most random and funny tangents. Well, that's what this podcast will be. I'll be speaking to different people from different walks of life with different experiences in each episode. So thank you for joining me and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello everybody, and welcome back to season two of Cup of Tea and Talks with G. Um, so this is the first episode of season two um, and of some really exciting and fun um, talks and topics with some absolutely amazing guests. Slight disclaimer, um, so anyone who listened to the trailer um, or bonus episode that went out first, this is not the episode that was due to follow. Um, I do mention in the trailer the episode was due to be myself and Nath um, sort of looking back over the last 12 months and pretty much just sort of highlighting the fact that there was some good and positive things that happened um, in the 12 months. We recorded the episode and when I went to edit it, The sound quality was just dropping out. I think there was issues with my microphone um, and it just didn't sound good. So I didn't really know what to do. I definitely wanted to get an episode out when it was planned for an episode. Um, So I decided to go to my next episode, which was a recording with my fabulous friend, Amy. um, And that is why this one is slightly different. So we will get the episode recorded with myself and Nate because really enjoyed recording it and sort of, like I say, sort of looking back and being grateful and thankful for, even in the craziest and, you know, most mental upside down year, the fact that there was some nice and positive things to shout about. Um, so that will get recorded, but um that will probably be coming either next week or a couple of weeks time when we get a chance to sit down again together. Um, but that doesn't matter because today's episode is really, really fun and exciting. And yeah, I've obviously really enjoyed recording the episode but I've also sat and edited the whole thing and I just really enjoyed listening to the conversation again so it's myself and my friend Amy and we literally list off 30 things we wish we knew before we turned 30 Um, and yeah there's loads of sort of I suppose ones that you'd expect to hear and maybe some different viewpoints Um, and I just think it's nice to sort of bring it back and um, yeah just sort of look at the positives again, sort of similar to the episode of myself and Nate, but look at the positives and the good things about getting to turn 30, reaching them milestones and sort of what we've learned along the way. And I suppose the conversations that we wish we could have with our younger selves to sort of reassure um, yeah, our younger beings as to um that it's not, it's not all to worry about and yeah just sort of putting any worries we had to rest so I'm going to stop rabbiting on now because this is a long episode but there's so much information and yeah I just think nice sort of viewpoints in it so I didn't want to cut any of that out so hope you enjoyed this one as always and we shall get into this one now hi Amy hey so like I said in the intro This is an episode with my beautiful friend Amy Perkins Um, and actually this was her idea and I put a post out or a story on my Instagram like ages ago saying like is there any topics or any people that you'd want me to talk about and Amy was like oh it'd be deadly if you did one about like turning 30 and like the myths around it and you know all the taboo about getting older and turning 30 and I was like that's a deadly idea but you have to come on and do it with me. (laughs) So I was like, so please, if if this is your idea, and you're happy to, will you come on? And thankfully, she said yes. So welcome to the podcast, Amy.
1: Thank you very much, G. Yes. I mean, I definitely didn't use the word deadly. No, (laughs) twice. Twice in what I was going to say. But yes, I agree. This Well, it's just an important thing. And I think, you know, people have this misconception that especially as a woman, life ends or you get hideous at the age of 30, I know. and it's just And we're wrong. living
0: proof that that's not the case. <laughs>
1: exactly, and it needs to be addressed, so I'm glad this is happening. Yes,
0: um, so a bit of a backstory then, so like everyone knows, so my first episode was actually just before I turned 30, so I am was 30 July gone, it's now February 2021, so I'm like 30 and a half. Um, when did you turn 30, Amy? So I turned
1: 30... 30- Oh, so I'm 31 now, and I'm 32 in June. So, So June 2019. Yeah, it was a year before
0: me, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So
1: Yeah. yeah, So I'm 32 in June.
0: So, like, we're both somewhat early on in our in our 30s, but I suppose similar to me, um, I think from like 28 onwards, you sort of start to feel a bit different, don't you? Like, you start to realise things, maybe things that you thought would be the case coming into your 30s and even like in the first few months like like I'm not like we both spoke about this as well so this is not us being like oh my god we are the oracles of turning 30 we know everything listen to us and that's all it's just our experiences and I suppose things that we've learned and things that we've realized and like that taboos that we want to sort of put to bed um We so the format of this one, and this was also Amy's idea. So like I've really done nothing other than, and I couldn't even set it up. We were trying to record it on something else, and that didn't work. I've literally just set up a Zoom call, and that is it.
1: Um, We've adapted and conquered it, though. Yeah.
0: Also, yeah, exactly. This obviously COVID time, still in lockdown. How? But this is my very ever first, very first ever, very first ever recording online like remote so I've never had it where I've recorded where the person isn't sat with me and so yeah this is done very much remotely over zoom so I'm hoping the quality is going to be okay obviously I know the content is going to be amazing but like bear with the quality it will be worth it for what you can hear but yeah so the way we're going to do this is that we're going to base it on um 30 things that we wish we knew before we turned 30. Oh my God. For someone who can't say their THs, that's a hard (laughs) sentence. (laughs) Um, So we've each listed like, I suppose, about 20 plus things each other have felt um, to come up with 30, but we haven't compared notes. So the reason we've done more than sort of 15 each is because we probably would have had a lot of the same ones and we want to get to 30. Um, So we're just going to go through them. It's very much as if we're speaking to our younger selves, I suppose, for me, I was thinking of my teenage self and maybe my early 20s self and what my preconceptions were of how my life would be when I was thirty compared to what they are now, and just sort of answering any of them. Um, I think you said yours was quite similar in how you sort of thought about it.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, it is like I'm talking to my younger self and generally just saying, "Don't be a dick," <laughs> like
0: you know, like bumper sticker stuff. There, don't be a dick. Yeah,
1: literally, that is one. There you go, boom. My first one. So
0: don't be a dick. Right, well, before we even get into the nitty-gritty of it, obviously, keeping in tune, and this is also thanks to Amy, she voice-noted me this morning going, eh, isn't there some things that we have to do? Um, so, we are sitting with a cup of tea. It's lunchtime on a Friday afternoon. I've got my standard English breakfast tea, one sugar, a drop of milk. Have you got a cup of tea for your tra- your talk with G, Amy? So,
1: I've actually got coffee. I hope that's
0: allowed. But, fine. look...
1: This, it's Irish cream coffee.
0: Ah, she so said, I've got an Irish drink. I was thinking she's going to have a bloody Baileys or something. It's a Friday. <laughs> I,
1: mean, I do have Baileys in the fridge. But no, I've got Irish cream, co- I can't say it, Irish cream coffee, just because I thought, you know, it's for it's G, so you've got a yeah. <laughs> We've got to keep it authentic. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Okay, so, like I said, we haven't compared now. To, I genuinely believe that a lot of the same things are going to come up just because... Um, we're both girls. I think we're quite similar. Obviously, we're good friends, so we know each other. Um, and I think some of our outlooks on life and things like that are um, yeah, quite the same. And um, even though they've probably changed over the years, they've probably just gotten more strong. So I think, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what we both felt or feel about when we turned 30. Um, So let's start. I'm going to try and keep track. (laughs) So I'm going to try and count from one to 30. So Amy, because you're my amazing guest and I really appreciate you joining me. Do you want to take it away with number one of the number one of the list of things you wish you knew about turning 30?
1: Okay, it's never too late, basically, is like a huge one. So it sounds super cheesy and a lot of these things will, but it's never too late to be exactly who you want to be. Yeah. So I found myself all through my twenties doing jobs just because I thought that's what I should be doing. So like, get rid of any shoulds in your life. Like I should go to bed at this time. I should do this. Screw that. Like it's never too late. So I have quit my job at the age of 31. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I quit my job at 31 and went back to uni. So I'm now a first year student back at uni 10 and 32 in June. Yeah. which I kind of giggle at sometimes because I'm like wow what, what have I done but no I've never felt better in my life and yeah. this is exactly what I want to do and I should have done this years ago but I didn't yeah. it's never too late
0: and like you say and if you follow on the whole you should you would very much believe well then you've missed a chance and you should just keep doing what you're doing because you've put so many years before now into your job and um, so you should just keep doing that and you know you know, you you learn from that mistake, but you know, your time has come and gone as such to be a student, which I'm completely the same as you. I don't feel like that's ever a thing, no matter what age, whether you turn 30, 40, 50, 70, like there's no age limit on things. But
1: um definitely, yeah.
0: I'm the same as you. A lot of mine are like based around what society and the norms of life says. I did have like that, it, I phrase it differently, but I think I wrote, um, it's okay to change your mind change your plan change who you are and um, change your goals we're ever evolving as people Um, so yeah. if your life and your outlook changes with that then change it or like you say if something that you want to like did you want to do nursing when you were younger or did this come up more recently
1: I think it's just been like a I've felt a bit lost and like never really known like really what I wanted to do so I okay. always knew what values were like important to me and what I enjoy doing, but I never really like tuned into them, which is another yeah. one of my things is like get like get self aware. Yeah. So know who you are. Because without doing that, like I've actually just written an essay about self awareness and it has been difficult, but I'm nearly finished. So I'm happy. But it's all about just knowing who you are. Yeah. Like how can you do anything in life if you don't really know who you are?
0: Yeah.
1: And like if you what you like, what you don't like.
0: And it's so hard your when you're like are. a teenager because I'm still like you say only starting to become fully self-aware and I'm 30 and I'm definitely not there yet I'm couldn't 100% like put my hands up and say this is me you know 100% because I'm still like I'm learning and it's definitely getting more clear to me who I am what my values are and what I want from life but yeah, yeah. it's at, at 16, 17, 18 when you're at that stage in life when you're trying to sort of plan you know oh what do I want to do for the rest of my life like that's that's massive because like you say like you don't even know who you are how do you know what you even want like and and some people do and like I'm envious of anyone who you know knows from the age of five or six I want to be a doctor I want to be a, a superstar or whatever it looks like and they actually yeah. can commit to it and stick with it and it doesn't change and they get it and they love their life I'm like that must be such a nice situation to be in yeah. but for a lot of us that's unfortunately not the case and yeah, yeah. you like you say it's you don't even you it's hard to sort of like say you knew your values and that but it didn't mean that you automatically thought I want to go back and be a nurse yeah. but it's not till you actually get used to it and put it all together you're like yeah, oh, it actually it
1: fits into that yeah that Callie it, like snoring? so many times I sat there yeah oh god can you hear her?
0: I can hear so uh Callie baby is Amy's dog and I can hear her in the background doing little snores oh. <laughs> that's she was, yay
1: she's asleep next to me just having her afternoon nap you know <laughs> but, um, but yeah <laughs> sorry about that that's not that's, me making yeah, weird noises yeah. <laughs> oh dear but um, yeah no I couldn't I couldn't agree more and like the worst bit is is that you at the age basically if you have a specific goal in mind career-wise mm. you need to figure out what you want to do really at the age of like 14
0: yeah you've, because you have you, pick subjects and you have to do all yeah right.
1: and you have to decide you know no I don't want to go outside and play with my friends or go shopping I'm gonna stay at home and study so I can get good GCSEs then I can get a-levels get into college whatever then I can go to uni blah 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 so it's kind of like you have to start which I I don't know I'm a big fan of education I think people should work hard and it opens up more opportunities but then that's not to say that people who don't have high levels of education can't achieve stuff yeah I just think it's when you're younger just you want to do everything in life to give you more options yeah there's like loads of routes
0: or loads of ways you can get to your end place like say that's one of them and if you can do it it's not necessarily the easiest because obviously studying and doing that is hard but it's probably the most direct it's the most direct route to maybe that career you might have to like um you know jumble around and sort of get to different places first and then you'll end up there but um yeah like I say like at 14 and that like I was into school and okay that's a lot I wasn't in school I did well at school but I wasn't really about it I loved school because of the social side of it and all of that like oh my god I know everyone says it when they leave school like school was the best days of your life but like I genuinely felt like that like I loved going to school and the social and like when I left school I couldn't get over how I wasn't going to see my friends five days a week like no one really tees you up for that no one tells you Mm. that like oh yeah them people that you see every day for your whole life you're never going to see them that much ever again you're like what like yeah no one tells you about that and leading on from that actually is one of my ones which is Well, this is, this is very much directed to me because thinking of 16, 17-year-old Grania, um, one of the things that I wish I knew was that you will never know what you want to be when you're older because I'm 30 and I still don't know what I yeah. want to be when I'm older. Um, and like similar to Amy, like I might decide now that although I'm doing stuff now that I'm loving, but I think I've learned that I've got a very short attention span. So maybe five years time, I'm going to change. And then five years after that, I'm probably going to change um, yeah. And as stressful and as annoying, I suppose, as that, that is, it's also quite liberating to think, right, well, that's okay, because, like, I don't have to pick this one thing now, and then do it for the rest of my life, hopefully. Obviously, different things come into life, and, you know, we've all got different responsibilities, and, you know, things will probably change when I have kids and all of that. Ooh. I've got a dog who's downstairs but sounds like he's right behind me barking because I think there's a postman at the door so ignore that um but yeah I think just knowing that you probably will never figure out actually what you want to be and for me career and job actually isn't what how do I phrase this it's not what I want to be it's who I want to be so my career and job is a means to giving me the life that I want but that's just it it's so I've sort of learned to flip it on its head I don't want to be someone I want my life to be a certain way and there's probably various Mm. different jobs and ways to do things to actually give me that lifestyle and that's very much what I'm honing in on loads now in my 30s is that's the route that I want to go down
1: yeah I love that and there's it's isn't it called a uh portfolio portfolio like, career, portfolio yeah. career. Yeah. yeah which is is kind of like I think that's amazing and I think as people we should never stop evolving and growing yes. um you can't stay stagnant and that's where I've fallen down on previous jobs that I've had mm-hmm. because it's just stagnant and I've sat there thinking am I actually going to be doing this when I'm 40 yeah. like no I can't and one of the reasons that drew me to nursing is that I'm I'm the same as you Gila. like I get impatient like I'm like why why am I still doing the same thing I've done it now tick box yeah and with nursing there's like a million different types of nursing that I can do so in a many million different areas go
0: down once you have that qualification yeah my best friend Nadine is a nurse and I like that she's had so many different jobs all within nursing and she's That's told awesome. me about loads of different ones and different like you say roots and different specialisms so like say, you've got that qualification and then you just, it moves with you nearly.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I like what you say as well about like, your job won't be who you are mm. kind of thing as well. So like, yeah. we're multifaceted people. We're not just one thing like, oh, you're a personal trainer. So yeah, that means you it. don't eat cake and you <laughs> oh, like,
0: and chicken. Of, yeah,
1: you <laughs> like topless selfies and, yeah. you know, or bums, you know, arching your back to make your bum look bigger, all that, all that. <laughs> crap to be honest but that's like yeah that's part of who they are like I I love that I've got so many different dimensions to me and it makes us interesting as people like to be one-dimensional like is some you know maybe some people are and they love it but I think that's a lack of self awareness and you can't just be one thing you know like the postman maybe he's got like a a business (laughs) Yeah exactly maybe his passion is butterscotch
0: yeah and he does it, it works in the mornings so his afternoons are free so that he can make his butterscotch and like yeah no one knows nobody like, knows like it comes down to as well how we introduce ourselves and i've become so aware of it since i quit my full-time job um and, you know, you introduce yourself and you say, hi, I'm Grania, and I'm a recruitment consultant. Like, why is that the second thing? Why yeah. is that the thing after my name that I identify myself as? Yeah. And now I don't even know what to say. I'm like, I'm a dog mom. I'm a dance teacher. I write things. I have a podcast. Like, and no one's even asked. But yet I just, I don't even know what yeah. to say sometimes. But it is, it's just how we're sort of programmed to, yeah, I suppose just list off, what we do even though it doesn't even matter because you could be like you say you could say something well, there's a song on TikTok and it's like um when someone asks what you do and it's something crazy so you're like just say i'm an accountant because nobody asks us about accountancy and stuff yeah. and i'm like if you say something that's out of the norm then it leads to loads of questions and you nearly feel like you've been quizzed and you're like oh my god i i don't even know why sure. i said that so i just don't say anything anymore because Like, sometimes, like, it's always from a good place, I know, but sometimes I feel really nervous when I say, well, I don't really have a job, but I do this and I do this and I do this. And then it's like, well, when are you going to get a job? And then I'm like, I don't really want a job. And, like, yeah, the tangent goes on for days and days because I'm just, like, panicking. But I think the the generation we are, and especially the generation coming behind us, that's just going to become so much more normal, which is, like, really exciting, I think. And I'm envious of, like people i suppose in their early 20s in the sense that this is going to be how they're going to be brought up and it won't be such a big taboo or leaving your job at 31 like what are you doing are you crazy like that won't really be a thing i hope
1: yeah exactly yeah T- like times are changing like people now i mean times are changing for the better and for the worse because people now are aspiring to be like oh uh, like you know what do you want to be when you grow up an instagram influencer oh, yeah like people you, genuinely Mark. say that and that's great. And I've got no issue with that. Like it brings people a lot of, you know, joy, money. It funds their lifestyle. I think it's great if some people can do it. But I do think that sometimes people don't see actually the hard work that goes oh into that God, as well. Yeah. And the pressure as well. Like, you know, some people that I know, they they stress about having not posted in a day. Yeah. Or what's my content going to be? Or constantly, you know, needing that thing. So it's not easy. Yeah um but I think yeah it is it's nice that now it's not like what you know when you grow up it's so the range of things that you can be when you grow up it's not just like oh boom this this and yeah. this it's like endless which is amazing
0: yeah like even even if it's not like say as an or like even like digital marketing that wasn't even career choices when we were really in school like I didn't yeah. know anyone that did anything like online unless it was like IT and they were like the most cleverest person ever like But now, like I say, we've got a whole other world with like loads of different careers that are coming at A. Um, And yeah, it's good. Like you say, you can have so many, you could be an Instagrammer, but at the same time, like you say, be a home help nurse or I don't know, an Amazon delivery driver, because like we all need to have, I think, like without going too much into it, but obviously we're still in very much COVID pandemic times. And I think a lot of people realize that having more than one income or one like source of income is very much a good thing because if tomorrow oh well last year like it happened something happens and then all of a sudden we've no income like we need to have more than one thing so that we don't find ourselves in that situation again so something online something in person blah 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 I could like we could talk about that for hours I think like yeah so, so true but yeah do you want to give me we're only on number three by the way do you want to give Ooh. me number four of what you okay. wish you'd be turning 30
1: uh, okay you well this, this is getting a bit deep now but you Keep can't deep. fix people yeah so you literally so quite a few of my ones are like relationship related and things like that because I basically I just used to let people treat me like absolute crap
0: yeah
1: and what, like why did I do that like low self-esteem like all these different things mm-hmm. but the bottom line is I would like I try to help people like naturally in me I want to help people if I see someone on the street laying down I will go over to try to help them yeah which is great because I'm going to be a nurse so that's good But so yeah you can't fix people and also like people have got I'm trying to like get this out in actual words so people have their own problems that are nothing to do with you so say I had an ex called this isn't actually a real person by the way I'm (laughs) just like Bartholomew that's a good name yeah bartholomew say he came home one day really really angry and annoyed i'd immediately make it about me what have i done what have i done to this i haven't done how can
0: i make him feel happy even though like yeah it's not your place like
1: exactly so that it's like that's a bartholomew problem not an amy problem yeah and making that differentiation is huge and that actually leads me on to another one which sounds a bit weird and sounds odd when i initially say it but like the world does not revolve around you yeah so by that I don't mean like no one gives a crap about you but as in like things people worry about themselves yeah but other people aren't worrying about you because they're worrying about themselves
0: I have this one and I I phrased it differently but it's exactly the same and it's uh... yeah It's actually, there's an Irish, she's a radio host and like TV person, Instagrammer called Deryn Geraghy. And I think a lot of people in Ireland would know her. Um, But she has said quite a few times in different interviews and that that her dad has always been like this fountain of knowledge and like always giving her all these wise tips and stuff. And one of the things that he says to her is like, nobody gives a shit about you. And at first that sounds harsh, but actually when you break it down, it's really quite liberating or like, I suppose freeing to think actually, yeah, nobody gives a shit. Like we think that if I, if I did something and put something on Instagram to me, that could be the most massive thing that I've ever done. And I'm in it and I'm feeling it for someone else. That's just a quick swipe, double tap, like it and swipe by they've forgotten about it. Like, so the stuff that you think about or worry about or are massive to you aren't, that big of a deal to anyone else and I don't mean they don't give a shit because they don't care about you like you say it's just that it's not it's not the big everyone's got their own shit going on everyone's got their own stuff going on and um, and I love that one because I just think it actually it reminds me like to just, just stop worrying about other people because they don't actually care like they don't worry about you why are you worrying about them like
1: yeah and it, and it can be crippling as well like I can literally cripple myself in thinking I've offended somebody oh don't and- and it's just like they haven't even noticed it. Like, you know, I'm thinking that, oh my god, why did you I say that? All I really hope for like
0: three days.
1: Yeah, and that that just needs to stop. So oh, that so leave that... that shit in your twenties. Yeah. Because that doesn't need to come into your thirties. Because people don't. And there's actually, I'm trying to look for the actual definition, but there's a um there's a theory called phenomenology. Have you heard of it?
0: No.
1: Right. So basically, um, I can't even say it. <laughs> phenomenology. Um, so it is it's basically exactly what we're talking about now so right. it's the study of human experience and the ways things present themselves to us in through such an experience so basically we could have, so do you remember the whole like this dress is blue this dress is gold oh yeah yeah so we you will never see what i see yeah because you are not me yeah so everybody has their own unique world that which we see and no one else can truly ever see that through your eyes. That stuff then,
0: blows my mind because I also feel like yeah. that, like how I think I look is actually nobody else thinks I look that way. Like because he- that's so my true. viewpoint. So if I look in the mirror and I see me as I am, whether I like it or not, nobody else in the world would look at me and have that exact same viewpoint of me. And it's yeah it freaks me out. It like it gives me like an existential crisis sometimes when I think about yeah. it. I'm like, it's so weird. But then. I don't even know how many people are in the world. I'm guessing it's a lot of billion people. If you a think lot. that every single person is having the same sort of thoughts and, you know, freaking out about the things that have happened in their life, then it makes you feel so small. But like you say, also quite, um. I don't mean invisible because I don't want it to be like, oh, you're nobody, but like invisible in the sense that like, lot of things that you do will go under the radar so like just do it like really if if it if it makes you feel good and it's something that you want to do then just do it because really everyone's dealing with their own stuff and it did I that's definitely something that I've learned over the last few years it's hard I think when you're younger you're learning so much stuff and things are things change quite a lot in your 20s like you go from like say being in school in uni college then you're expected to get a full-time job then you could potentially have a mortgage and you've done all these stuff in the space of 10 years and it's it's scary there's so much happening um but i feel like yeah we in within all that over the last few years i've actually started to realize how yeah just how much i don't need to worry about other people we still do i think it's human nature that we always will have it in the back of our minds somewhat i think it's more important to think of the people that maybe you do want to to care about so like the likes of my family and my friends and nate i think right how would they feel about me doing this? Would this upset them? No, well, then I'm going to do it. But other than that, yeah. the, the other millions and billions of people out there who don't even see me, I can't worry about them or how they might imagine it because I don't know and I'm just guessing. Um, so that's that's a really good one. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with number six and I'm okay. going to say... Um, shut up, Simba. I'm going <laughs> to say that life is not a race and there is no guide, set time or rules to how your life should be and I have 100% like I remember being 15 I think so being 15 and I remember sort of just picking this figure in my head no one gave me this figure but I literally just plucked this age out of my head of 25 that was the age I was going to be married and have kids and probably me too yeah 25 25.
1: I remember saying yeah, I remember saying to my mum and dad, which is maybe weird for me to say to my mum and dad, I'm not going to have sex before I'm 25, and I'm going to get married, and which that clearly did not <laughs> happen, <laughs> and thank God it didn't, right? Yeah, Jesus. But, like, can you imagine? But 25 is is the age. Why?
0: I don't. I think it's because it's God. that middle ground of twenties and thirties, and we feel like, like I thought by the time I was 25, which also actually leads me on to another one, is that where is it? yeah you'll never feel like an adult but I taught so that's number six and seven I taught by the time I was 25 that I would actually feel like a grown-up I would feel mature and I would just know what to do and I'm nearly yeah. 31 and I still do not feel like that like in any sense of the word feel like an adult at all yeah
1: but that's like all to do with like your mental state as well like my my so my parents in France I miss them dearly but my dad is like at heart he's younger than me probably yeah and he's 65 and I he literally that. is like yeah I'll do that yeah or and I'm like all right like go on dad whereas yeah. my mum is is very much like oh no Amy I'm 65 and I'm like fuck oh, being 65 yeah. yeah like what is you know yeah I when I said that <laughs> um, but yeah it's true you're only as old as you think you are yeah, and how oh, it's act. so mental. Like, so, obviously,
0: our physical bodies will change and that over the years. But like, I'm younger now. I feel younger now than I did in my early 20s. And I've said this on the podcast before, I think, but my big sister used to say, I used to be like, oh my God, I was so mature. And she was like, you weren't mature. You were just boring. But I thought that being an adult and being a grown up in my early 20s, that meant that I just had to like, I suppose, stop having fun. I don't know, because I did do yeah. things that I enjoyed, but I was like nearly too cool and like you know oh I'm 20 now like and I had nothing going on that like was any which way cool like I literally didn't have a clue but I just Mm -hmm. I just I don't know I just didn't let my hair down I think a lot of it came into as well like oh I I wouldn't want to look silly and stuff whereas now if you catch me on a night out now I'd probably look more like an idiot than I did in my early 20s but I don't care I think and a lot of it does come with that sort of understanding yourself and obviously growing up and but yeah like Adults like I'm going backwards. So Mm -hmm. me and Nate are married now, like nearly two years, and obviously a lot of not a lot of people, but the the question comes up all the time about having kids, Um, and and I'm like we have a house and we have we've got married, so like I feel like we've ticked two big life things off. So we're gonna like just chill out and be married for a little time. We had a, a good bit a long engagement, two and a bit years. And we'll probably do the same with a marriage before we have kids because I'm like, you know, let's space these life choices out because like we've got yeah. uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, a long life to live. Um, but yeah, like it's just expected that as soon as you get married, when you're having kids, when you're having kids, and the older I'm getting, the less ready or less mature I feel to have kids. Like we've got the dog, totally. we've got Simba, and he is hard work. And I'm I take my hat off. Like my my two sisters, Emma and Kiva, had babies last year. And I'm just like, I don't know how he's it. And I, I know, I know for sure that when it happens, that we'll we'll be fine. We'll figure it out and we'll do it. But like, as far as me like choosing when to have a baby, I'm like, yeah, no, not yet. Cause like, I, I yeah. can't even get myself out of bed before nine o'clock. You don't have that problem, <laughs> I know, but I do. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Callie gets me. I mean, I I am in a bit of an early riser, but kind of forced by Callie. But yeah, you're right. Like people seem to think everything's a rush and it's not like literally, you know, go to school, go to uni, find a man, get married or woman, you know, whatever. Tick, 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 have a baby, blah, blah. Like when really like, what are you in a rush for? I know. Like, what is the actual point? Like what are people searching for? And that's another thing I think, like figuring out what, like, what are you trying? Like, why?
0: Yeah. Like a, pe- like a knows woman the meaning of life so you can only no. put that on yourself so what do you want to get out of your, like what's your what's the point of your life and you have to make that choice unfortunately
1: yeah and for some people I mean like do, doing this nursing degree like there's the biggest range of mix of people ever like all doing the same we've all got this common thread in mind but mm. me I'm you know I'm in a relationship I've got a dog and I've got a house yeah great I'm so happy with that like right now I don't want any more yeah like that is enough for me yeah looking at me like yeah it is yeah, um but like everything. other people yeah but like other people have got I mean there's a there's a girl who's got five children on my course and I'm like that is awesome and yeah. I will cheer her on because I'm like that's her path yeah and that is actually one of my other ones so that is oh, gone God. quite nicely number
0: eight
1: number eight okay is right I don't I don't even know where it is in my notes but basically everybody is on their own path so let them be on their own path yeah So one of my bad points is that I'm quite like I get too emotionally involved in like other people. So like worrying about them. Yeah. So like if someone goes, so drugs, for example, I have never done drugs in my life. I don't get it. I'm
0: not just saying that because my dad listens, but same.
1: Yeah. But like what, like I don't, I can act like an absolute maniac without even a drink. Like I can be just high on life and be like oh my god and i've actually been pulled over in a club before and gone to be kicked out because they thought i was drunk and on drugs and i was like no Not driving <laughs> I'm like i'm literally though i used to be the driver because I, I didn't need drink to i just have a laugh on my own but i'd often like see people or like i'd know that people were doing drugs and it would upset me so much and i'd want to like again the fixing thing like why are you doing that like why yeah. do you feel like then really it's like if that's their path and that's yeah. what they want to do let them do it. Like every, you know, stay in your lane is another one, because if it's not helping you and it's not helping the other person as well, just let them do them. And that's the beauty that we're all different. Like all of our tastes are different. How we want to look is different. What Mm -hmm. we enjoy is different. And it's fun that we have common threads that we can then enjoy those things together. But ultimately we are all different. Yeah. Um, and that's great so it's kind of like the let people be different and embrace all our uniqueness not yeah. you know not judge or anything like that but like I say it coming
0: down to the path and like everyone staying in not staying in their own lane as such but like the world would be so boring if we all just follow the same like, oh, wouldn't paint it? by numbers do you know what I mean like yeah like them movies you know like the Stepford Wives and stuff where like everything is planned out for you um and like we're we both know very well that like even if you plan things that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen so like
1: 100%
0: one of the ones I had actually was um so this will be number 10 Um lovely it's good to have a plan but it's important to remember that it might also change because that was the thing I think in my early 20s that like I hated the idea of like not being in control like if I'm going to make a plan like that has to happen and like even though now I think I think everyone coming out of 2020 is going to be full aware that like, yeah, we can all make as much plans as we want, but really we're not that much in control of the outcomes or of our life really. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like it's a, it's good to have a plan or, you know, an idea of I would like to end up here in five years or this is what I would like it to look like. But then also being kind enough to yourself to say, but if that doesn't happen, that's also OK, because there's a million and one other factors that affect our life and our plans. And it's not just our motivation and our hard work. And, you know, you could be the best, hardest working person and you still won't end up where you are, unfortunately, just due to different reasons. Um, yeah. And just sort of remembering that, I think, is really, really important.
1: Yeah, 100% like being happy with what you've got and things like that, and not always trying to race to the next thing because you never may achieve the next thing. And quite yeah. often, people are racing for constant, like, I'm a big fan of, well, actually, no, I, everyone's like goals, goals, like, everybody should have goals, but I prefer to think about goals as more like promises to yourself. Mm. So instead of saying, like, you know, uh, say a fitness goal like i'm going to walk 10,000 steps every day. Yeah. So instead of having that as a goal say to yourself i'm going to promise myself that i'm going to walk 10,000 steps every day because and yeah. then have a reason for it because it helps me reduce stress because or because i like so- to be
0: outside.
1: Yeah. So it's that kind That's, of thing yeah. as well.
0: And like I say it's a, it's the same the same action but it's a completely different way of looking at it which is really important like you know how you look at things and your outcomes and stuff it's like it's it's framing it for you're doing it for you not because you have to do it like there's too much stuff in life that we have to do something that you Mm -hmm. actually want to achieve shouldn't be one of them that should be something that you do because yeah like you say you're being kind to yourself totally so we've just done the first 10 and it's so funny how much they overlap and like as well like because I wrote loads down as well and I realized that like I was saying the same thing but just in a slightly different way like they link in so much like yeah um So I'm going to like go, I'm going to go with number 11 and I'm going to go like completely different, I think, to ones that we've spoken about so far. Um, And I actually have two, so I'm going to do 11 and 12. So 11 is life is too short and 12 is aging is a privilege. And that's one of my biggest. Um, I think when I turned 30, I was actually buzzing, (laughs) like I couldn't wait for this milestone um I think it's always nice to have them big birthdays coming up and stuff and I remember like other people maybe were the same age or similar age or even younger than me older than me and coming up to their birthdays and they're like oh you know you know you get the usual um like sneering or like oh you f- you get an old blah 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 and I'm like actually like god forbid but there's people out there unfortunately who will never see 30 or there's people who will never 70. see 40 or 50 like we are so lucky that we get to have another year um yes. but yeah I think like you know don't take away don't belittle something that you've got just for another year another like year around a sudden don't belittle that because there's somebody out there who would give anything to have that extra year or you know get that bit older um, yes. and I think it really like when you it's morbid I'm sorry but when you put it in that perspective it does make you realize actually it's you're so lucky to get to do it it's not a bad thing like I'm I want I say to Nate all the time, um I'm gonna live till I'm 103 and he's gonna live till he's 101 because we're two years I'm two years older than him and he's like I don't want to live that old and I'm like why and he's like I just don't and I'm like no I want to live for as long as possible and even if that means I become the oldest person in the world I would bloody love that
1: yeah totally I think yeah different people have different views on it don't they like I think the like the quality of life is important yeah Yeah, um as well like you know I do see you know some because you can maintain life like medical interventions like you can keep someone alive yeah some people don't like the whole do not resuscitate thing like some people choose not to be if they're in a certain state they're literally like no just let me go yeah um and so I think it's it's a very individual choice but yeah like people growing I I totally agree with that growing old is a privilege and it should be embraced and you should be proud of your age yeah as well that's why we have
0: like birthday parties and stuff it's a celebration like you should be celebrating your life like every yeah. once a year we get to celebrate us and our birthday and the fact that we're getting a year older like I love it I, yeah. I I've never really been bothered by my age I think as well though like um Nate always says oh it's because you don't look your age but I'm like I don't really care like right I, got I need last about that in a
1: second yeah <laughs> sorry ID'd go on.
0: last week and I did get a little bit sassy and I did apologize I didn't get like rude or anything but like I'm 30, nearly 31, and I was buying a um, meal deal for Valentine's Day and there's a bottle of Prosecco, nice. and I picked it up and I was like, Oh, you don't have your passport because annoyingly my driver's license doesn't work over here. So I was oh, like, sure. I'm just gonna go for it. Cause sometimes I get ID'd now and sometimes I don't. Anyway, seen the guy and he held the bottle back and he was like, Have you got any ID? And I was like, oh, I don't actually. And I just left at that and he was like, well, I can't serve you then. And I was like, I am 30. And he was like, Right, but you don't look 30. And I was like, No, I get that. And back and forth and all that and i i did get annoyed but yeah Nate, i was like it's because you don't look your age but i still don't like it wouldn't bother me like looking 30 like i feel like i look 30 because i know how much i've changed if i look back 10 years um yeah but yeah like aging and all of that i'm happy
1: yeah but then what does 30 look like
0: i know exactly that's the other thing
1: so when can say yeah so when i started dating my boyfriend um I so we met on Tinder and we, you know, because he shared photos and blah blah blah. And I don't, maybe I didn't have my age on it or something. I'm not really too sure. But basically, he said to me at one point, You've got the body of a 22 year old. Now, <laughs> Who, that was, which 22 year old? <laughs> yeah. So that was meant as a compliment. But yeah. I was like, No, I've got the body of a 31 year old. Because it's my, yeah, it's yeah. my body, bitch. <laughs> but yeah, like, that sort of like and why is 22 seen as being like hot young blah 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 yeah when really at 22 I was like an insecure little mess yeah like I didn't love my body I didn't own who I was whereas now I'm like you know happily you know wear a bikini and just I'm Mm. like this is me like yeah I've got like a big bum I've got thick thighs and like I love it and you know that's it but it, it is funny that you should say that because yeah. that specifically stuck in my mind and now I was like oh what 22 year olds are you hanging out with there yeah. I was like to hang out with 22 year olds I <laughs> can yeah. do yeah
0: um but that actually is one of my other back. points as well that like um so this would be number 13 is that yeah. when like so speaking to my younger child you will start to feel more comfortable in your body you'll start to love yourself more and also like believe in your beliefs and who you are a lot more because I suppose visually in my early 20s so around the time probably just before I say went to Tenerife and then that year that me and Nate were dating and stuff my body physically was at its best but like when I look back I wasn't that happy I was going through a massive change my boyfriend lived in England only seen him once a month cost an absolute fortune every month for us to see each other so like although I was like somewhat happy it wasn't my happiest time and I don't even remember like enjoying my body whereas now my body's definitely not that I suppose thin or slim or even physically healthy because i was like running myself every day i was going for runs i was working out but now mm-hmm. i'm happier in my body and i think it's because i'm happier in my life i'm happier with myself so therefore all the other stuff starts to fall in um and i'm a bit more like say i'm like no what these 30, this body has got me through these 30 years and fingers crossed it gets me through another 30 more and 30 more after that so like i love my yeah. body because it's done all this it doesn't have to look a certain way i'm not going to run my body into the ground anymore just to sort of fit this certain like say 22 year old body idea like yeah it's not a goal anymore
1: that's true true and people place too much emphasis on how they look as well in their body when like how you look is not a reflection of your happiness no. like how you how you look and your body weight is a reflection of how much energy you put in versus how much you put out yeah. like it's as simple as that it's math and, and
0: science like you say like yeah
1: it's literally science and like people often you know like I'm, I'm a fitness coach so I'll have people come to me like I want to lose weight and this and this and I'm I, you know I often say to them why like, yeah why, why do you want to lose weight oh I really want to feel more confident okay like what happens if you lose the weight and then you still don't feel confident
0: yeah or like it's, it's, if ever, you start to feel confident but your body weight hasn't changed like, like yeah you say, exactly it's Not it it's, doesn't mean it's the route to that end yeah. and goal like
1: and and the thing is that people, like I read this the other day somewhere and it really resonated with me that people during weight loss, they feel more confident when they've lost weight, not because they, how they look has changed, but because they've taken control of they've something in their life. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's not necessarily physical weight loss, like exercise does make you feel happier because it releases all the good hormones, endorphins, blah, blah, blah. But like, you could go for a run every day and then eat, you know, a ridiculous amount of pizza. Yeah. and then you wouldn't lose any weight because the you know the numbers aren't adding Balance
0: up yeah
1: yeah but you'd feel good because you're still exercising yeah but then the fact that you've taken control then do you know what i mean it's that yes. taking control of life which i think you, everybody should be doing like you're not out of control you've got to control the things you can control yeah and everything else you've just got to accept it
0: and like and- I say, if you get the the buzz and the, the happiness from going for a run and you know you feel amazing and then you also get the same buzz and happiness after eating a Bloody bowl of like ice cream. Then do that because then you get oh, yeah. two things. Although, yeah, you'll say, "Oh, that counteracts it." It's like, but what's the end goal here? I want to feel good. I want to feel happy. Yeah, do that then.
1: Exactly. Yes.
0: Totally right. Agree. Number fourteen. What do you want to? What's another? Okay. Thing you
1: So I'm gonna go with stop being so tolerant. That is okay. my thing. So I used to tolerate so much crap from people, and why? Yeah. like why was I doing that like was I trying to I was just trying to be nice and like that's a big thing at the moment isn't it like be nice be kind and I yeah. fully embrace that but also you have to have boundaries so yeah. if somebody is being mean to you
0: you don't have to be kind like yeah, I really don't have to be kind but like yeah I completely agree with what you're saying it's yeah. like you don't always have to be the bigger or better person like sometimes you just have to walk away like yeah don't be nasty Definitely. but like yeah like you say you don't have to be kind to somebody who's not been kind to you because that's that's asking you to be an absolute martyr or a saint like nobody can yeah. be expected to do that
1: no and the thing is like which this actually leads they're kind of related but it could be seen as a different one so I'll let you be the judge of that but a big thing that I used to do was is I held on to emotions so I would always try to be okay all the time mm-hmm. so I feel like people need to stop trying to be okay all the time and you need to feel every emotion as it flows through you yeah so that was massive for me. I was always trying to get over things too quickly. I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm okay. When I really wasn't. And then I carry it around with me. Oh, you it for years? Yeah, literally. And and why? Like, I think feeling every emotion, letting it flow through you, doing things that are cathartic, really, really help. And um, there's a quote and it's like, um, what is it? H- holding on to anger is like um, holding on to a hot like cold. Yeah, I've
0: ha- I've heard it in regards to like holding. So, being angry with somebody is like yeah. drinking poison and expecting that person to die
1: yeah that's yeah exactly same. mine's the coal in it yeah. burning your hand but you're waiting to throw it at someone yeah, yeah. it's the same yeah. yeah
0: and it's when I heard that it like floored me because I was like oh it's so true because like I'm here angry and I'm seething that person doesn't even bloody know that they've upset me and I'm expecting yeah. that they're going to somehow realize and then feel the way I feel and it's like it's never going to happen and it is yeah. like like you say you can either deal with it or carry it around with you but eventually it's going to come up so you're better off to feel it although it's bloody horrible at the time and then let it go like that was actually one of mine was um it's important to listen to your body and to not keep running from your problems worries and stresses which was something yeah. that I just did when I was younger like I said I, I remember I used to go for runs and I say to my mom I'm I'm really enjoying going for running and she was like why do you keep running and I was like oh it just like clears my head blah 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 actually and she said it to me at the time and I was like no 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 but now in hindsight she was right she was like you are physically running from your problems and I was like no 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 I'm running to help my problems I most definitely wasn't it was the only time when my I say it's the only time my head will switch off and I don't think about things she was like just because you're not thinking about it doesn't mean that it's actually going anywhere so like I used to physically run from any worries or stresses and then they disappear but they like you say they'd always rear the ugly head usually after a couple of drinks on a night out and you know (laughs) the usual Always the way, yeah. yeah, like you say, just dealing with your emotions. Like, it all, like I don't mean, like like I said, we're not these messiahs of we know everything, but these are our no. experiences. And it's definitely, like, especially because we've both had similar experiences. Um, I think it does come with just just realizing loads of different things.
1: Um, 100%. I'm
0: going to go with number 16. So don't worry, we're not going to list off 30 because this will go on forever, although we could yeah. like, very happily sit and let each one of us do like 60 <laughs> in total. Um, but number 16, I'm going to say that 30 is not old because yes. I don't feel old. Like we goes back to that whole physical and mental thing, but 30 is not old. And I know when I was 20, I would have said it was, and I know, but now I think as well, now that I've hit 30, I don't look at 40 years old and I don't look at 50 years old. But when I was in my teens and early twenties, that was ancient. Like I remember yeah. being like late, I don't know, late teens, and somebody saying, oh, God, you know, did you hear such and such? He died yesterday. Oh, what age was he? Oh, he was in his 60s. I'd be like, yeah, what do you expect? Like, he's in his 60s. Yeah. I'm like, what? I'm like, he's in the prime of his life. What do you mean he died in his 60s? Because all of a sudden, you realise, going back to another one, life is short. And, you know, time just goes so, so quick. So, yeah, if you're freaking out turning 30, don't worry, it's not old. In any stretch of the imagination, like totally agree right do you want to give me one for 17 we'll only go yeah. as far as 20 and then we'll just re- reel some more off
1: bam, bam, bam. okay so stop comparing yourself I have that one. one yay well it's so like it's so hard now like social media has gone oh, vroom. and now like I like how now social media's changed a bit and the the in thing now is to put the photo of yourself post I'm actually yeah. might do one of these later later, so, <laughs> later today yes um but yeah like you know the photo where you're perfectly posed angled boom stomach in all of that yeah. versus the photo of you sat down like a normal human being with terrible yeah. posture like that you know that's I'm all now for in that. which I'm all for, like,
0: people calling out like not calling out I don't like any calling out and I think like people do things because of whatever but the fact that we're all fully aware that filters are not how we really look like yeah they're it, yeah it takes a lot I don't mean it takes a lot but I've really been conscious lately when I do stories to not put a filter on it Um, Mm and even sometimes like on Instagram stories you swipe once it's only the slightest change of color but for me I notice it smooths my skin and I'm like oh I like that and then I'm like but that's not your skin so stop lying to yourself and stop lying to other people and swipe back like you know I don't mind people touching up different things and that but like my skin has got texture my skin has got some scarring and I'm like although it's not a filter where it gives me like big massive eyes and big lips and all that it's still a filter because that's not my skin and that's not real and oh it could be like oh no makeup selfie my skin looks bloody flawless that is not my truth like in any stretch of the imagination
1: definitely yeah it's so important and it's it's actually damaging to people as well i think because yeah. people think people look like that and it goes back to the whole stop trying to look like you know before it was supermodels or people in yeah. the magazines now it's instagram influencers yeah like stop looking at in- instagram influencers wanting to look like them because they don't even look like them yeah oh like, nobody they, they, like you they know say they the waist them. yeah everything and there have been some people who've been you know you could call it calling out or just calling it you know maybe just call it you know the real just the real deal isn't it really like yeah like people do do that and you can actually you know change your entire body shape Mm -hmm. just based on on an app you could take five minutes
0: it's scary because there's like like say there are apps you can get for free and you can change literally every single thing about you you can change your race your your ethnicity your gender your size like how big your nose is like literally down to finer details you can change and it's it's so scary and like I think the older you get and the more you see it and obviously there's always like I don't I don't get the magazines I don't buy magazines anymore anyway but like magazines like oh um I don't know Christina Aguilera in a swimming suit like look at her cellulite like what is that Mm. like I feel like that's not a thing anymore thankfully Mm. and I feel like we nearly share our cellulite more to be like yeah we all have it like let's share that instead of being like shock horror these superstars have got cellulite yeah we all do like why is that such a like that's not that's not front page news like please stop making that phone exactly
1: I mean in some some places it still is and it's just sad Mm. but like I think more now it is the it's women sticking together and, and if something like that does pop up you'll have loads of people being like what the hell are you doing yeah nobody
0: cares stop doing that yeah
1: exactly and following
0: on from your stop comparing like that falls into so many different brackets because what I wrote was like stop comparing everything your life your achievements like where you are like if you're married if you have a mortgage if you've kids if you've just finished uni if you've just started uni stop comparing where you are because um I love that it's like a meme I can't remember everything on it but it's like JK Rowling got like turned down from like 10 booking agencies she was on her last penny before she got signed up to write Harry Potter yeah. Walt Disney mm-hmm. was 50 before his first movie was ever made like all of this type of stuff and it's like rem- remembering that just because somebody does something at 20 and somebody else does it at 60 doesn't make it any less special and it doesn't mean yeah. that oh I haven't done this by 30 I just write it off no like just keep going if that's what you want to do you will get totally. it eventually just don't like you say, look to the left and right. Just it's hard, but put your blinkers on and, and sort of stay in your own lane and know that you're doing what you want to do for your life. As hard as that is, like totally,
1: and and also like in not yeah, not comparing yourself as well. Like you don't know anybody well enough to compare yourself to. No. Like I could look at people on Instagram and other you know other fitness coaches and be like, oh my god, they've done four workouts in four days. Like how? Yeah. Why haven't I? Like yeah, but then I. I'm doing a full-time nursing degree. Yeah. I have a dog. I have, you know, this, this, this I have to do. Whereas, yeah, I have a, you know, a, a boyfriend. I have this. Like, there, there are things that are more important to me to do than to do that thing that that other person's doing. And just because you and don't show it doesn't that...
0: mean, like, it's not happening. Yeah.
1: More. And, yeah, and that other person, you know, um, that's their only form of income. So they have to do that. Yeah. Or do you but know I think what I mean? What, like, like, people with... don't see all those different things.
0: But even like, so you've got the people online that we see a snippet of their life. But like me and you, I, we couldn't even compare each other's life because I don't even know. I see what we see when we're together or when we're sort of talking. But that's the yeah. s- tiniest snippet of someone's day. And I'd know you quite well, but yet we still couldn't fully understand what's going on. Like Evan always yeah. says behind closed doors, like nobody knows what anyone is going through or anyone is dealing with. Um, exactly. So it's like, don't compare your high, don't compare your lows to somebody's highs exactly what a lot of the social media thing is and it's really because yeah. i don't like i've posted some things before that are a bit vulnerable and stuff but like i've made that decision i don't post like oh my god me and nature's had the biggest argument and like he's made me so angry and i'm crying like no nobody does that in that moment and if they do it's usually yeah. on reflection as well so it's never in the heat of it um so yeah, yeah it's really that's a really really good one to remember um for sure I'm going to go with 18 and this was one that sort of, I suppose, similar to you, but this came up a lot in the last few years for me was um, your definition of success may change throughout your life and also differ from other people. Um, And I think that was a big learning curve was learning that just because somebody thinks, I don't know, having 12 houses and, you know, six cars and I don't know, 100K salary that's their success that doesn't mean that that's what i think is successful and i've learned or that that. they're happy yeah true or that they're happy exactly going back to the comparison i think i've learned that for me success is i've said it before a million times so if you've listened to previous episodes you'll have heard me saying this um for me success is being happy and at the moment in my life i've probably from pre pre twenty. so when I was in my teens I probably got as much money as I did then like in regards to income obviously I'm a bit more grown up and I know to save save all of the little pennies that I can so I've got more savings now than I did then but as far as income I'm back to where I was when I was a teenager but I'm probably just as happy like when I was making like loads of money I wasn't happy my weekends were spent recovering so that I could work really really hard Monday to Friday yeah I had a car but like I didn't care, had a really nice house. Still the same thing. If I was living in a one bed flat, I'd probably be happier because I wouldn't have that financial pressure over me. Um, And it took a lot for me to sort of realize that. And I suppose admit that. And, you know, it's scary to sort of think, but like, yeah, for me and like everyone is different, just think about what your success is. But for me, it's happiness. It's not financial. And if it's financial for you, that's great. But yeah, just don't, yeah, don't let other people's definition of success impact what your life ends up looking like
1: 100 little things like something me and you have in common is actually we both worked in recruitment for yeah. quite a while so my when I was 20 well let's go with 22 right when I was 22 I used to think I was the dog's bollocks because I used to wear massive stiletto heels a pencil skirt a shirt yeah. and I went to my office I had my desk I yeah. you know this 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 me strutting around at lunchtime that I thought I was like yeah, I've got a job in an yeah. office and I wear heels I'm to work.
0: Successful,
1: yeah. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, like yeah. now I'm, I'm looking at shoes to buy for my nursing placements that I'll be able to wipe shit off of easily. <laughs> that look Like, like yeah, no, literally the shoes that I've, I mean, they're not, heels and they're they're horrible looking but I literally have to think to myself if someone throws up on these am I going to be able to clean them properly yeah like but when I do that that for me will be successful successful.
0: yeah because you'll be successful in your job and that's I think as well like in your in when you were in your early 20s 22 that was your success and then when you were 26 that looked different and now you're 31 and that looks different and when you're
1: evolving it's
0: gonna look different and I think yeah just always sort of like I say going through the emotions and really thinking things through that's yeah. what's going to sort of show you um so yeah success is ever changing and ever differing from other people right if you do one Very more true. i'll do one more and then we'll list off five each okay. to get to 30 okay? cool.
1: right. let's try and make this one okay this one's gonna be about friends so it's important to have good friends right mm-hmm. so when you're younger and I, I read this it's basically your friend size is as you get older, decreases in size but increases in value.
0: Yeah, hundred percent.
1: So you know, when I was younger, I had loads of friends, but they weren't really friends. Yeah, they were like people I knew. So like but learning the different, distance... friend. Yeah, yeah, like people who would they're more like mates or acquaint... acquaintances like friendly acquaintances. Yeah. which sounds nasty me saying it, and maybe bl- a bit clinical, but it's it's the truth. Like there are you know, fi- I mean they say you become the five people who yeah. you spend the most time with, right? Yeah. So, you know, it, it's kind of like, be very careful. And this is advice for you kids out there. <laughs> um, and for you careful, non-kids, like, <laughs> non remembering this. <laughs> yeah. Um, is be careful who you're spending your time with because, um, yeah. mm, because you will pick up things from them. You will absorb them. And just be careful who you're spending your time with. Like, yeah. do, do I value my time? You know, do you know what I mean? Like you yeah. want to place your time but with like people say, who... Yeah. P-
0: some people who like, you know they might be maybe negative or stuff like that. And although you're a positive person, it's still, even if you don't buy into the negativity or you don't sort of, you know, join in with like gossiping and stuff like that, you still take that energy with you and that energy still affects you, which is like, it's quite scary but not scary because it's like you're in control so like you say if you think right who are the five people that I spend my most time with well you know they don't do anything that I like to do they talk about people that I actually like and I don't want to talk about or you know anything like that then it yes. is a sort of like you say a conscious effort it's not the easiest but it is a conscious effort to then be like right I'm gonna flip that and the five people I want like people say as well like successful people always surround themselves with people more successful because then that spurs them on because the five people they're with the most are really successful so they want to sort of come in line with that Um, and if you want to sort of get something surround yourself with people that are already doing it and sort of use them to sort of spur you and give you that motivation
1: yeah and it's so hard but like at the same time you don't want to forget those people that have been with you there since day one no like like some of your best friends yeah Yeah. Like, and and I think as well, like a true friend as well is, is how your lives change so drastically yet your friendship doesn't. So my, my best friend in the entire world is married. She's had a baby and, you know, me and her are still close as anything, whereas I'm no close to being married. I I don't want a baby like, you know, not yet anyway, at some point, yes, in years to come but our lives are so different, but we've still got that same friendship. And, you know, we can laugh with each other. Like, I'm not going to go into details, but her her birth was pretty graphic. And, you know, we can still relate and laugh about stuff. So yeah, having fewer friends... Fewer good friends. Quality over
0: quantity I think is the main thing with friends like because as well as that when you I don't know like especially at the moment where everything is online like it's actually quite tiring to keep in touch with lots of people because everything is a text or a zoom call and like like as much as I would never like change any of it and I'm so grateful that going through the lockdowns and that that we've had technology it Mm -hmm. does actually show right who do I who can I be bothered to do a phone call with or you know especially if people aren't local that you can meet for a walk but who can I be bothered to do a phone call or a voice note or zoom with like and it doesn't mean that oh if you don't you don't care about your friends because obviously there's a lot of things going on at the moment but um yeah where you're putting your time and energy is it is a big sort of I suppose telltale sign as to who who's in line with you and who isn't
1: yeah 100% yes
0: right I'm gonna do my last one before we just reel off our last five each okay and this one is where is it gone not everyone will like you and that is okay. And I yes. think and in it's important. Twen- So, in my early 20s, that like, if you told me that someone didn't like me and sometimes they wouldn't have a reason, I'd lose sleep over that. I would genuinely lose sleep over that. I'd be trying to figure out why, how can I make them like me? And like, it comes, I've heard this analogy so many times, but that analogy about the peach, you could be the ripest, juiciest, most colorful peach in the punnet and somebody still doesn't like peaches and I hate peaches I don't even like I fruit.
1: really really enjoyed that analogy
0: <laughs> so it's a spot on though isn't it like doesn't matter how of an amazing person you are if you're that peached and the person doesn't like peach they're never gonna it doesn't matter yeah. so like sort of understanding that accepting that and then moving on from that is quite like freeing because like we could spend so much time trying to get these like there could be 10 people in a room and nine of them love you but there's one who doesn't and who do you think we're going to focus our energy on the one who doesn't no spend your time with the nine people who love you you're going to enjoy that way more than trying to win this other person round like it's really 100
1: but that's like a learned clinical behavior like the the like the synapses and like little like chains in our brain yes. go to the negative thing more like we actually oh, it's, it's not even like it's biology that yeah. we do that but you have to train your brain not to yeah which is mad and stupid yes. so yeah it crazy. really really
0: is right do you want to give me 20 to 25 so five of them
1: okay yeah. so you can don't, take don't like people if you need to. oh okay no i'm, I'm ready to smash ready. them up okay um so don't like people who don't like you yeah. and that sounds really like weird but if someone you know sounds weird if someone acts like they don't like you it's cuz they don't like you
0: yeah
1: like yeah, read, you know if the signs like yeah if you're dating someone and they haven't texted you it's because they can't be asked because yeah. they're not thinking about you no. and they don't like you enough to text you yeah. like that film he's just not that into you everybody yeah. needs to watch that like a bible because <laughs> it's so true yeah not that you can watch a bible but you know what i mean (laughs) like i mean i'm sure there's a virtual bible somewhere but like (laughs) it's so important like if someone acts like they don't give a shit about you it's because they don't give a shit about you and you know if i knew that i would wait i'd i'd leave whole weekends free thinking that someone was going to text me and i'd be available like what's the actual hell i know like i know stupid stupid amy um okay next one um if nothing changes nothing changes yeah so get moving or else like that
0: einstein quote isn't it um the definition of madness is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results i love that one
1: exactly yeah it's so true like if you're not happy with something change it yeah like simple as that you are in control um okay so money this one's a bit about money because money is important and it It does you know it is pretty it makes the world go round. It does. Um, So money buys comfort, but happiness comes from how you live. That's something that I heard and resonated with me. Yeah. So, you know, you need money to be comfortable. Like without money, I wouldn't have been able to have my flat. Without money, people can't pay rent. People can't pay their phone bill. You know, those things provide comfort. But yeah, yeah, but happiness comes from how you actually live. So you know what you accept as being good what fulfills your life what makes you feel good that's really important um and you should so things don't really make you happy like long term like they do for a little bit like oh if I buy a new pair of trainers I will walk walking my dog like oh my god these are fabulous Mm -hmm. like it will make me feel so happy when they arrive but then that then goes and then they become muddy and then I throw them at the back with all the other shoes yeah so like it's not a longevity thing it's like a little peak and then it goes down. So things don't really make you happy. Yeah. Um, and then there was a, a quote from the minimalists who I really like them because having less things means you can be mm-hmm. more happy. And there's a lot about minimalism and, um, it's love people, but use things. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot yes, of people yes, use yes. people Reach. and love yes. things. Yes. Yeah. Love. Yeah. Love people use things. Um, and, uh, another one, Oh, learn to say no. like and I don't just yeah like not just normal things but genuinely like you're in control you don't have to do anything like you can say no yeah yeah
0: I've learned with that one and I wrote it down I figured it out is that it's okay to say no and it's also okay to not give a reason why that for me is like like can you do that And sometimes I don't want to, but no, because I'm doing this and you don't have to, it could just be, no, I'm I'm not free or no, I do want to do this. No, you don't need to say, oh, I can't. I'm really busy. Like, just, just say no. It's okay. Like,
1: like no is a complete sentence in itself. No.
0: Oh, it's so hard. I never, ever do it. I can never write no full stop ever, but I'm trying to learn. And I think people would prefer it anyway. Like, like, even if it's like, no, but can we do this or no, I'd rather do this or something. But like just be honest like with yourself and with other people like say time is precious like don't waste yeah. doing things that you're not happy with
1: totally and then just yeah just say no you know yeah. put some kisses after it if you feel bad about it yeah. or, or and laugh out
0: loud a meme. yes
1: <laughs> peace sign but yeah so learn to say no more um but don't be insecure basically which sounds really silly like don't be insecure but seriously like insecurities can ruin your life
0: Mm-hmm. like
1: when you're insecure your self-esteem is down you don't have any confidence like you lose yourself in those times when really the thing you're insecure about people do not even notice not like even people don't even clock it don't even notice it and sometimes you will point things out to someone and you're like oh yeah oh, yeah. oh okay
0: don't. like yes. and
1: what So I remember going to a back when, you know, shops were open and life was normal, going into Debenhams and getting some like the thickest foundation I could buy because I used to have really bad acne. And the makeup artist, I don't know her name, don't know anything about her, but she like was literally like a poignant point in my life. I don't know if that's even a way of saying something, but she basically said to me, instead of trying to cover up what you don't like, why don't you embrace what you do? And that I was like, write Lord. a book I was like you need to write yeah. a book yeah and she yeah. was like yeah you don't like your skin but she was like you've got the most beautiful eyes Aww. and she was like why don't you make your eyes look really really big yeah. and emphasize your lashes.
0: Hair. yeah yeah
1: and she was like makeup should emphasize what you do have not hide what you don't and oh that God, I
0: love that
1: if like you know if anybody hears that and knows that one just yes because that was so important to me and I think about that like in majority of things that I do where I have to try and make myself look yeah. not like i do right now yeah that's,
0: that's so amazing that's that's actually a really really nice one you need to find yeah. her like
1: <laughs> i do i need to give her a hug send yeah. her a, some cookies or something. she's she's yeah. amazing but yeah. i'm
0: gonna f- fly off with some with okay. five i've just been going through my list um so a couple are just one-liners so um one that like i didn't really need reminding my mid-20s but early 20s most definitely is look after yourself yes Go will get your smear test when you do it go to the doctors when you feel unwell and go and talk to somebody if you feel like you need to, like there's no two ways around it, just do it. Um, You only get one body. Exactly, like and we wanted to go for years and years so we need to mind it, our body and our mind is so important. Um, Yeah. Another one which unfortunately for my younger self will not be happy to hear but making phone calls never gets easier. I've always hated ringing the dentist, ringing the doctor, ringing the orders for Domino's or Chinese. And I'm 30, nearly 31, and I still don't like to do it. If I can go on Just Eat and do it that way without having to make a phone call, I will. So, you know, if that's one of the things that you hate doing, I've worked in a, in quite a few jobs where I have to make phone calls daily and still in my personal life, it's the one thing I never do. Like I don't need minutes when I change my new phone and they're like, oh, we can give you 500 minutes. I'm like, you yeah, know, I don't need that. Just give me all the texts and all the data, please. Um, Yeah. There's that one. Um. Oh yeah. This one I think is really important. Not that I necessarily did it, but I seen other people do it and thought it was what you should do. Is um, you don't have to change yourself or dumb yourself down for anyone.
1: Yeah, that is huge.
0: Yeah, strong and smart is also attractive. Um, I think it's definitely a female thing where I don't know we think that men, you know, will be attracted to the girl who needs them or you know. They, you know they have to help you and you can't do anything and the whole damsel in distress i think that's been sort of picked apart even loads with disney and stuff um and even yes, they when they're remakes disney. they've like you know they've made the girls a bit stronger like in the aladdin or like um, emma watson playing bell like they've given her a bit of a bit more sass Brit. and stuff um yeah but that
1: is really important yes. to
0: remember that one yeah
1: but yeah, I think we huge. do,
0: we do. We like, we want to be like the the sweet and innocent and I need you and I'm, you know, I'm a silly girl. And I just think that's that should be left in the 50s or whatever, like that's just not needed to be brought. Especially when, I, I suppose, like you say, when you're younger, you don't know, but please don't ever dumb yourself down for anybody. Because if you have to, they're not the right person. The person yeah. who's for you will love, like Nate says to me constantly, and this isn't me blowing my own trumpet, but like he'll ask, sometimes he'll ask me stuff. Now I'm like, how the heck? like we'll sit and watch a movie and he's like so how did they do that and i'm like are you j- kidding and he's like well you know all the stuff and i'm like i don't know all the stuff he's like you know so much stuff and i'll just say stuff sometimes and he's like you know everything and i'm like i really really don't but i will just come out with random facts because i'm just like oh like and i'll just reel it off um but if i was trying to like dumb myself down he wouldn't even know the half of it so i just feel like yeah just just don't do it don't dumb yourself down yeah
1: that's really cute as well that you guys do that I love that oh, but th- that in in like every way shape or form though that even from like physical aspects so a little little anecdote really quickly so like I remember going to the gym with an ex and basically I used to be heavily into weightlifting, and I'm I'm pretty strong like I don't look particularly strong but I can yeah I can deadlift 105 <laughs> kilos people so I lift. yeah I lift.
0: that's not me I that's me doing quotations by the way I don't lift <laughs>
1: <laughs> um but I remember going to gym and teaching an ex how to deadlift and they basically got it you know da, 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 and they were doing 60 kilos now that's the weight that we worked up to i normally start my workout with the 60 kilos and use that to warm up to then oh, do more yeah. and he was basically so insulted that i could lift the same as him in fact more that he left the gym Oh like how pathetic is that so then from Ugh. then on i was like well i can't go out with anyone who's weaker than me yeah because i have to self-exist. now only go
0: for a certain yeah like you have to ask for someone to, well, how much do you like yeah because like well, Which it's just, never gonna work yeah yeah
1: and i was just like oh i don't i'm not Stop gonna it. repeat the word yeah but that was ridiculous so don't make yourself weaker or dumb yeah. yourself down well said exactly. G.
0: thanks and then i've got two but they're the same one so i'm just gonna say them together so um this is something that i've learned and it's sort of similar to one you said about like things and loving people and using things um yeah. but you'll re- you'll prefer to have regrets over what ifs and yes. experiences and memories will mean more to you than things will um and like that in my early 20s i thought no i wanted all the nice stuff i wanted the nice house the nice car I've had all that I'm very fortunate to have had all that but I'd give it away tomorrow to you know make memories and all that type of stuff Um, and that has come with age most definitely because it it wasn't always that case Um, but I think Covid and Covid times have a lot to show because obviously the only thing we can do with our money really at the moment is buy things and I haven't gone online to do any shopping in the longest time because I don't want any more things I just want to get on an airplane so it's like I don't like my 30th, like, Nate got me an amazing present to Vegas and um, New York, which unfortunately was cancelled. Um yeah. And he said to me, like, well, what do you want me to get now instead? And I'm like, well, we'll just wait till we can do it again, because there's nothing that I want. Like, I'm the worst person for birthdays and Christmas. Everyone's like, what do you want? And I'm like, nothing. I'm happy. I have everything I could ever want. Like, And unless it's like, unless you're going to bring me somewhere or let's go for dinner or even like a night out, there's really nothing that I want that, you know, that I wouldn't buy myself or that I don't already own. Um, I'm really, really like we're recording this on zoom and I've got a wardrobe behind me with so much clothes mm-hmm. and I still wear the same two pairs of tracksuit bottoms and the same t-shirt like every week and I'm just I'm just over yeah. it I'm just done like get rid of it all like I'd happily just get rid of it all tomorrow if they said that they'd open stuff and we can go and travel and make make memories and make experiences so That's fingers yeah, crossed well,
1: yeah, as, as you get older what you want you can't buy it no. like you can't buy Time. you know what yeah you can't buy time you can't buy memories experiences you know
0: no it's it's so important and I think this is my last one I think it's a good one to remember so if we haven't already convinced you that turning 30 is absolutely amazing and like (laughs) something to be excited for and to you know look forward to my last one is your life is not over at 30 and I think that was what the actual this whole podcast came up about because I think you that's how you phrase it to me was the fact that so many people sort of were like oh you know you're like, my life is over I'm now 30 and it's like no it's literally still very much just starting like your life yeah. is not over god forbid until unfortunately you die like your life is still very much it's, so true. it's still going and yeah 30 does not mean that that's an absolute like full stop on, on your experiences and what you can do because I've got a hell of a lot of more life that I want to live
1: me too that's like a drop the mic one oh. isn't it I'm not going to drop
0: this mic because it's so bloody temperamental but if I could I would drop this mic
1: I'll drop Um, my my pen boom there we go
0: Right, so I don't even know how long this is because Zoom doesn't tell me how long it's been recording for, but, you know, I've loved it and I don't really care. I know that other people are going to enjoy it. But as always, keeping with tradition, even in season two, um, we're going to finish with our favourite quotes. Now, I feel like I've already said mine in this episode. Where I'm going to say it again. But anyway, Amy, what is your favourite quote? It doesn't have to be to, to do with this topic, but, you know, a quote that you love that resonates with you.
1: So I've, I've got two because I couldn't decide. They're, also, they're, they're a bit different. But anyway, so the first one um if opportunity doesn't knock build a door yes like you've got to make your own things happen guys I love
0: that one is something similar it's like um if one door doesn't open like build it like make your own door or something like that it's like yes. if the door doesn't open just knock it down or kick it down or something yeah, yeah. exactly
1: get a sledgehammer yeah <laughs> um and then the other one um and that was Milton Berle who said that who was a an American comedian um and then my next one is Anne Frank because she's just just lovely and and and, you know that's that's a really sad example of someone who didn't get to make it to
0: Yeah, and imagine, like, like, if she had the opportunities what her life would look like, like, there's someone else, um, oh, me and Nate were watching the Bohemian Rhapsody movie a couple of weeks ago, and, like, Freddie Mercury, like, and, like, just imagine, like, imagine if he was still around, or lived till he was, like, in his 80s or 90s and stuff, and there's always going to be people, like, that we look at and think, oh, imagine if they were still around now, or, like, God, like, I was listening to loads of podcasts after watching The Crown, like, about Princess Diana, like, what would the world be like if she was still around? So, like, don't, Yeah. yeah, don't, little something that somebody would like give everything for
1: 100% um so the quote is how wonderful is it that nobody need wait a single moment before starting to improve the world
0: oh I've never heard that isn't That's
1: it lovely amazing.
0: yeah I love that yeah. love that mine is just gonna I'm just gonna be basic bitch <laughs> as per <pretty> usual <laughs> I've run out of quotes at this stage no but I have said this one already but i am noticing it so so much at the moment and it is that life is short and I just every morning I wake up, even if I feel absolutely crap, I just remind myself right life is short. And like I get like panicky and I'm not going to end on this on a bad note, but like, I get panicky sometimes because like I think with everything going on at the moment, there's a lot of talk of like stay in and, you know, do this because in it'll be worth it in three years time and like it really sort of gets my back up because I'm like nobody can guarantee them three years like can you guarantee that if I do nothing and I just hide myself away now I'm not saying go out and break the rules of any stretch of the imagination but I'm Mm -hmm. also saying please stop saying that we can have Christmas Mm -hmm. in three years time if we just give up the next few because that's not guaranteed so I think just always remembering that like life is short and you know every day is a blessing and we're lucky every morning that we wake up open our eyes and put our feet on the ground like that for me is like all I need at the moment um so
1: yes 100% totally agree
0: Amy thank you so much for joining me oh I've
1: had a ball of a time I I
0: love that we'll have to do another one like that was yeah easy
1: it was but it's important and it you know it was easy because it was important and it's true so I loved that thank you so much for having me on
0: no you're welcome and thank you like i this is now the nineteenth of February when I'm posting uh, we're recording this. So I'm hoping to get the a few more recorded and out in the next few weeks. But I posted about starting the podcast well, I posted about season two in like October, November. Then I posted about it again in January and then I still didn't do anything. And I was like, Amy I'm really nervous. I haven't done this in a long time. Please, 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 will you come on and be my guinea pig? And she was like, yeah, of course. Like, so it was my first one remote. And um, I thought, who who can I talk to? And who am I going to feel really comfortable? And what's a topic that gets me really excited? And as soon as Amy messaged me about this one, I was like, yes, this is going to be perfect to get the juices flowing, to get me back in the swing of things. And it most definitely has. So thank you so, so much for your time, (laughs) for your energy, for your honesty and everything.
1: I'm glad I got the juices flowing, G. Oh,
0: always, always, Amy. And we <laughs> shall end on that note. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Thank always, you. for listening. And I shall see you all really soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye, Amy. Bye. Thanks for listening, guys. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, it would honestly mean the world if you would leave a review. I would genuinely appreciate that. And if you're liking what you're hearing, Please hit the subscribe button so you get notified of any future episodes. Thanks again guys and I'll hopefully see you back here soon. Lots of love, G.